You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show in the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL and follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the program today, NBA insider Keith Smith will talk all things NBA playoffs and where the 76ers go from here after an absolute no-show in Game 7. And that is where we will begin the festivities. The Celtics take Game 7 in a rout past the Philadelphia 76ers, 112-88. Boston covers the spread at 6.5, narrowly goes under 200.5. There is the good, the bad, and the ugly, guys. The good, Jason Tatum setting a record for most points in a Game 7 in NBA history with 51. The previous record was set not that long ago by Steph Curry in Game 7 against the Kings. There is the bad, James Harden, with just nine (laughs) points. And Joe, uh, our friend Vic, friend of the program, uh, put it really well when he said that when AP style has to write out the number of points that you scored in a game, you know you didn't do very well. So having less (laughs) than 10, that's what happens there. And then, of course, there is the ugly Joel Embiid, his thoughts after getting blasted in this game seven. We got the chance to win, but, you know, it's going to take, you know, more than us. We all got to look at ourselves. Um, I, I got to be better, and I will be better. Uh, that's what I'm focused on. You know, all of us, uh, we got to, you know, come back and uh, find ways uh, to just keep improving and, you know, help the team. You can't win alone. I can't win alone. I can't. Me and James, we just can't win alone. You know, that's why basketball is played 5 on 5. So, you know, we just need everybody to just, you know, try to keep finding ways to get better and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be fine. Me and James just can't win on our own, Joe. Where do we start with evaluating this? A lot of we, a lot of we, a lot of us. Uh, I don't think that they're all going to be back together <laughs> next season, but there's a lot to get into. We may have a Joel Embiid conversation during BetQL Court later on this hour. A lot of excuses from that man, the man that I've been told for years is the MVP. He's the MVP. Okay. You sure? Still waiting for uh, him to get past the second round uh, quite a ways into his uh, career. NBA playoffs, very disappointing. They really have been. Can we get a good game? We haven't got many of those. Um, and, and I know we've talked about a number of times how we get so many blowouts. Um, we all saw this coming, right? And we were making cases for Philadelphia plus seven and a half. I, I did as well. But 
It's like the storylines made them. It's like you, you saw the turmoil developing before even getting to that last game. You saw it. And we know the history of Doc and and Harden. And, and there it was on display. Ten points in the third quarter. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I didn't stick with this. Not too much of this game. It was evident what was going on here. Um, Embiid was part of the problem. It wasn't just Harden. Uh, but uh, you've got to give it up to Tatum. I mean... I don't want to say he was a laughing stock, but people were taking their pot shots at Tatum when he made the comment after the last game, after game six, when he was horrendous for three quarters. But he took over for one, and it was good enough to win the game. And he talked about how he's a superstar, how he's one of the NBA greats. Well, <laughs> he said shove it yesterday. I mean, he scored the most points we've ever seen in a game seven. He scored the most points in a playoff game we've ever seen without committing a turnover. Tatum was flawless yesterday. Yeah, and he even said after the game that he put too much pressure on himself before game six, and that's when we saw him almost putting up a dud, and then he took over at the end. And he said this time he's just playing loose. He's having fun again. And, I mean, he was spectacular. Embiid, five for 18, unacceptable. You're the league MVP. You haven't shown up. And by the way, you should win this by yourself. Jokic is doing it. Tatum is doing it. There's way too many excuses coming out of Veed. We this, we that. Well, Harden's probably gone. Who knows? I'm sure Doc will be too. It's ridiculous. He should carry this team on his back. Instead, when he's not performing well, he's going the we route. We need to do this. We need to do that. When you see these other superstars taking over games and maybe every night he can't, he shouldn't be expected to do it. But in a game seven with a trip to the conference finals on the line, you certainly need to step up for your entire team. And Aaron, let's go back to game six, that fourth quarter for a bit. Jason Tatum pretty much put the entire Boston Celtics on his shoulders and did it by himself. So we know it's possible in one quarter. for you to <laughs> in one quarter. In one quarter. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's possible. So this idea that, all right, you know, they're not getting me the ball or the ball movement isn't there or whatever. Uh, no, Excuses. no, that's, that's yeah, that, that doesn't work. Um, it's, it's incredible to me that you, you've got these two, you know, con contrary factors here where on the one hand Tatum becomes the fifth player in NBA history to get a 50, 10 and five box score in a playoff game. Meanwhile, you know, you look at Joel Embiid and defensively, he wasn't that useful in game seven. Offensively, he wasn't getting the ball and wasn't knocking down too many shots. You know, what Boston was able to do to him was basically render him useless and say, all right, James Harden, you go out and beat us. All right, Tyrese Maxey, you go out and beat us. And it didn't happen. And you knew coming in as this series progressed, it was going to be all about coming up with game plans to keep Joel Embiid from being a factor. And that's exactly what happened. Boston moved Embiid out of the paint so that the paint would be wide open. You would have space to move. That's great news for Tatum. That's great news for the big guys down low, especially those with longer wingspans who are able to, to get layups and get mid-range jumpers, things like that. They were able to pull that off. What was happening at the other end of the floor? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nobody was making their shots. Nobody was trying to get the ball to Embiid with any kind of consistency. A complete disaster that maybe we saw coming, 
Maybe I wanted to believe for just one moment, Joe, that Philadelphia could put it all together and <laughs> Harden could have this phenomenal performance. And that's why the four to one mm-hmm. made sense to me. But ultimately, it's same old, same old. Uh, not the reason that Boston won. They won because of their talent. They won because of Jason Tatum. You can't state that enough. But for someone that's come under fire after every loss, don't we have to give a little bit of credit here to Joe Mazzula and the changes they made defensively? I mean, while we can criticize the Sixers for for their offense looking like the New York Knicks as far as productivity, they scored 86 and 88 points last two games. 86 and 88 points. And they made some changes. Yeah, right. Right. This is not... Uh, Charles Oakley and go, going up against Jordan and you don't have the Pacers. Yeah, with, with Reggie Miller. Like, no, this is this version of the NBA. 86 and 88 points. And part of that is is uh, is because of what the Celtics did defensively. I mean, as we crush Embiid, and he deserves every bit of it, Al Horford was better in 2023 in the biggest game of the year than Embiid. And they put Robert Williams. They stuck with that in in the starting lineup, and and we saw how that worked out. I mean, while we tear the Sixers' offense, and we should, my God, Harden. I mean, Harden had five turnovers. Embiid, as a big, he had four turnovers. And Aaron mentioned his shooting, like again, as a big, just pathetic from them. But um, I, I mean, you want to talk about the bigs? The Celtics' bigs also outplayed the Sixers, which is where they were supposed to have the huge advantage. It wasn't just Tatum. There were some other reasons that this one was a route. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, and you're right, Joe. I think we do need to give Missoula credit. And I've been hard on him. You know, obviously he's young. He's still learning. But he has been able to, you know, instill confidence and get them to this point. And I do think he deserves credit for that even if he has made some mistakes along the way because the cell or sorry the sixers were in that game yesterday there was a point i was at a mother's day barbecue i ran outside like guys guys the sixers are up like we're gonna do right. this and then i keep running inside to check no. and i'm like oh no oh no turn this <laughs> off it's done <laughs> it is just remarkable that this keeps happening to the Sixers, to Doc, to James Harden, to, to this entire cast and crew. When yeah. the team is actually built fairly well, 
I mean, it's it's amazing that we talk about and we make fun of the Sixers for the quote-unquote process, but this isn't a bad team that they put together. But something is missing. I, and and I don't exactly know what it is, but it, that, that thing is just such a glaring weakness to the point where, uh, you know, as much as you can blow it up, that's probably what the Sixers will have to do. And meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, you've got the Celtics, who I think all of our criticisms, you know, whether it's Missoula, Aaron, or Joe, the defense, or whatever it is, I think all mm-hmm. of our criticisms are justified. And yet here they are as minus 500 favorites to win the series over Miami and make it to the NBA like finals. That. <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just think the head coaching matchup will be interesting in this mm-hmm. one. And I know we'll go into a deeper dive on this, but I think it's an overreaction and I would not lay that kind of money on the Celtics. I, I mean, and we've seen them have some head scratching games and moments. So yeah, I think that's crazy. Yeah. I, I, there are better that's ways to play this, <laughs> that's, That was the exact same price that we saw at the opening of the Philadelphia series. It was Boston mm-hmm. minus 500. Now, yeah, what's the reaction going to be after Boston was that impressive, especially in the last five quarters? Man, it certainly feels like we're going to get another firing after a team gets eliminated in the conference semis, which would be something after after Monty and then people act shocked. We talked about that all week last week, how if they lose or when they lose that Monty could very well be out the door and people were, oh, it was an outrage yesterday. How do you do this? Well, I'll tell you how you do it. You don't want to waste another year. You have no trust in that head coach. You can't waste another year with uh, with Kevin Durant. And, he, you know, it had me thinking about the Suns again, not only with the Doc Monty thing, but also Embiid's out there talking like he's got the Suns roster. He's got one dude with him. Like he's talking like Booker is uh, James Harden, and he's got the rest of that. No. I mean, Maxi no. took over a game by himself. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh can't wait to talk about him later. 11 straight times. <laughs> 11 straight losses, Doc Rivers, with a chance to make the conference finals. 11 in a row. What's <laughs> unbelievable. The, the amount of blown leads here. Uh, in Philly, blew 3-2, obviously, this year. In 2021, a 2-1. In the Clippers, it was a 3-1, 2-1, 2-0, 3-1, 1-0. In Boston, 3-2, 3-2, 3-2, 1-0. Orlando, he blew a 3-1 lead. we got to go uh, 20 years ago. What's the argument to keep him? The definition of insanity. (laughs) Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. It would be scary. And the way some of these teams are treating these head coaches like they're disposable, I would be shocked at this point if Doc is back in Philadelphia. It's yeah. amazing the openings available, and this could be another one. The Suns have an opening. The Raptors have an opening. The Bucks have an opening. The Pistons have an opening. You talk about an up-and-coming team. I mean, Detroit could get the first overall pick in the NBA lottery coming up, uh, I believe, tomorrow night. I mean, you've got some fantastic opportunities for a young head coach to prove himself. And is that going to happen? My hey, Joka. Uh, I, I, I know. I'm like... Why did I go take this job so quickly? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing, Joe. I'm like, Emes just mad at himself right now. You got to be patient. 
wait for some vacancies. But then again, you never know. There's some off seasons, you know, that we don't have a lot of NBA coaching head coaching openings, but now it seems like there's going to be some with some talented rosters that you could take over and inherit. Yeah, but, but we could see it. We were pointing out, yeah. oh man, this, this could easily happen. And then he could get bounced new ownership at Phoenix. Like I thought it was fairly obvious. It, it, Coach Bud, we were talking about that a week or so before he got fired. I don't know. Read the room, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you weren't Rough. kidding. But there, there, there's going to be uh, some fantastic opportunities for some key coaches uh, just down the road. Uh, meantime, we've got our NBA Conference Finals set. We will give our takes as far as what bets that we want to place before they tip off uh, later in the week. But in the meantime... We've got NBA insider Keith Smith joining us after the break to take a closer look at the NBA Conference Finals. This is Beck UL Daily presented by BetMGM.